All right, guys, welcome back to the Cat and Cloud Coffee Podcast. This is part two with Jimmy Wynn and Rock Bejnoff. I'm re- having a real hard time saying your name, Rock. It's we, okay. we have like 15 nicknames for you now. <laughs> I want to say Rosh Al Ghul. I want to say Beige Nuts. I want to say all this stuff. You can say all of them. Singular talent. Singular Rock talent. Beige nuts. <laughs> also, sitting across from me is singular talent, Jared Truby. Oh, yeah. Chewbacca. Chewbacca. <laughs> Together. Respect. <laughs> uh, we're talking about the film Barista. And, whoa. Ooh, we are talking Ooh. about the Jared just turned his hat around like in um, over the top when Stallone's gonna arm wrestle people. <laughs> <laughs> he spins his hat on. <laughs> Couldn't even put my headphones back on because that was too real. You guys did a you guys did a Kickstarter for this. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right? How does that work? Jared and I have actually been talking about Kickstarter because we're really interested in it. And another oh, another uh... friend of ours did one. Uh, a friend named Jessica. She did one for a coffee truck in Oakland called Eureka. And Flat Track as well. Flat Track just got done with their Kickstarter. And I think they made it. They finished. Oh, nice. They Congratulations. Congratulations. Texas, baby. Just coming up hard. How yeah, did you start the uh, show? We, uh, Rock told me how much he needed for posts. And I'm like, okay, let's kickstart it. And uh uh, I've done a Kickstarter before. I did it for my first doc, Showrunners, and I learned a lot from it. Um, we did 85k for that, but we had a lot of famous people, mm-hmm. so a lot of people in TV helped us out, and uh, so I knew I was gonna have to like, you know, it's just like a ragtag group of us trying to raise money for a coffee doc, and that's right. It's kind of a hard sell, you know, really. So uh, I, you know, I had to tell myself like, okay, I got to get more than coffee people to put in money, mm-hmm. right? So it's friends of friends of friends family members of those people people who don't drink coffee people don't give a fuck about coffee like you know like i'm in la so i'm trying to hit like an audience that loves film so that was kind of like what i was going for and i always i consult on a lot of kickstarters so i always tell people treat your kickstarter as the beginning of your marketing blitz of your movie okay because there's a narrative that needs to be kind of like set up the foundation of like everything you do you know for the movie and stuff and then it'll ride with you all the way to the sale which mm-hmm. is like you know how samuel golden kind of discovered us because through the kickstarter uh la times wrote about us we were a kickstarter mm-hmm. project of the day which was insane because they reach millions of people around the world so right. there was a moment when like we were getting like hundreds of donations yeah. within an hour wow you know wow. Uh, like over a day and our phones were constantly vibrating with notifications like it was a that surreal moment yeah it felt good because uh like we were getting people from japan and indonesia like all over the world giving money to us and wow. it was it was a great feeling it it, it felt fucking awesome yeah that last day when we were actually we, we, were, we were a few thousand dollars away from our goal and yeah. the kickstarter was like okay you, you're the project of the day that last day when you were like, okay, this is just yeah. going to happen now. Wow. And the money was just coming in and we're like, oh, holy shit. Oh, yeah. You like, we're going to make a movie. Immortal. Yeah. There, it was just, it was an amazing day. Probably like after after the sale of it, right. that was like the next best yeah. thi- like feeling when you when we were like, okay, we've, we've done supported. this. We set this goal and we got yeah, it. Yeah, because it's, it was, like, sure, it's about the money, but it's more like the... People care about your shit enough to right. have to give yeah. you a couple bucks. That's really what it and is. And it's like the numbers, like the contributor numbers. When you you know you just go, well, there's these strangers. I mean, sure, a bunch of them were our friends and family mm-hmm. and stuff, but a lot of people you don't even know. You know, like mm-hmm. you, I felt like we did such a great job promoting it. And man, we started our Instagram account, uh, you know, then and like just kind of 
just pushed it out and, and it resonated with a lot of people and it felt good. I'm actually gonna throw some love back to Jimmy because he, start, he started. Oh. He said I was a singular talent. So <laughs> I'm gonna, but he started this thing called 30 Days of Espresso, which was actually a really cool um, marketing vehicle for it, where where he he took um, a friend every day to a different shop and just oh. got them integrated, whether they were coffee people or not, got them integrated into this world of specialty coffee. And different friend or same friend? No, different, different friend. Right. Different okay. friend to all the shops. And then just they, the you know, they would talk to, yeah, they would talk to their friends and and it would just kind of built this, this like, yeah. like you were saying, this narrative of, right. of what we were going through. It's and pretty like, smart. Yeah, it's when very, you're very, very When cool. you're living in LA and everybody's crowdfunding their short or their movie or whatever, you get a lot of like, you know, things like, hey, I'm passionate about this thing. Please give me money. Facebook mm -hmm. thing. So your timeline is filled with a ton of people like that. And like 99% of them fail. And it was like horrible. And so I had to go, what's, how am I going to approach this to not seem spammy, first of all? Mm -hmm. And a lot of people ask us for coffee recommendations. So I'm like, okay, so this is the narrative, right? Like I'm going to do this thing where I bring somebody, I take a picture of them, I take mm -hmm. a picture of the coffee, I tag the shop, I tag them. I'm kind of really just promoting everybody around mm -hmm. me and without even talking about the Kickstarter. Right. And then I link to the Kickstarter and that's really it. Mm -hmm. So you do this, it was kind of hard because nobody understood it at the, in the yeah, beginning. They're like, a minute. They, my friends would text me and they're like, why are you taking pictures of hot chicks? Like I know a lot of models and stuff. So why are you taking a lot of pictures of hot <laughs> chicks drinking coffee? I don't get it. And I'm like, well, you know, I'm trying to promote this thing, but it hits their network, mm -hmm. you know, and it hits the community. People like are, who are paying attention on Instagram and Twitter mm -hmm. and stuff like notice it. And after about ten days, it kind of hit this singularity where all of a sudden I'm getting texts and phone calls like, "Hey, can I join your your campaign?" Right. And I was like, "Whoa! Like this is crazy!" Because I was scrambling to try to find somebody every day to uh -huh. to go get coffee with me, and then it just got so overwhelming that I still have friends who like. Well, call me up and goes, Oh, you didn't you didn't ask me to coffee for your thing and I'm like, Whoa, passive aggressiveness is like crazy, right? <laughs> yeah, so, we can still get coffee, bro. Yeah, like near the end there, I was just like stacking multiple people in photos just because yeah. I like I'm trying to like fit everybody in. You got S C A Drake in there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was that. it was really exciting because you know, by the end of it all, like everybody was aware. And you know, you get people emotionally involved in your mm -hmm. campaign. They care about your movie. They become evangelists for your project. Right. Like what was really great, we we have a lot of supportive friends, you know, yeah, and for sure. people talk you, about friend. our shit all the time, post about it, and it feels it feels great. Like I feel I feel very blessed, you yeah. know, from the whole thing that people even now we're like spamming everybody. Say, yeah, we constantly. Our Facebook posts are but just it's like, time. Yeah, it's you just have to. And it's you know, like time. me and Rock are trying to creative ways to post about it. Like I'm trying to fit sexual innuendos, yeah. and make it interesting. And, you know, <laughs> <laughs> just, I have a boner. Just a Check out barista. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> B is for boner and barista. Just have a whiteboard of just like yeah, that's just, a sexual innuendo. <laughs> you know, it's just learning how to promote things without having to beg. Yeah. yeah, I well, I I feel like, well, this could help. <laughs> this well, I'll tell you right now, you don't need deserve. Uh, you don't have to have begging and get involved at all. It's really good. Yeah. Well, we we went through that too. We, we did. You know, I mean, when we were starting this, it was a thing. You know, you've got a yep. certain amount of time where iTunes will feature your podcast on mm -hmm. the new and noteworthy. Yeah. It's like eight weeks basically. So during that eight weeks, we're just like pushing. Hey, you should subscribe, rate, yeah. and review. Hey, you should subscribe, rate, and review. For hey, real though. Hey, hey. <laughs> And then, you know, you don't get any, on our end, podcasts are free. We don't get any money out of it, but we want to provide good information. And the more reviews and right. ratings we get, the higher we get ranked. So even now, you know, if we get ratings, we really love them because if someone searches mm -hmm. for like 
coffee or barista stuff in iTunes and they want to hear relevant information on specialty coffee, we want them to find us first. Right. Yeah. Because we think we're cool. So we asked for... Cool. We think we're very awesome. We think cool. we're cool. You guys are singular. But it was... <laughs> two right. singular talents. In your own right. Two singular talents formed into one yeah. man. <laughs> Chewbacca. Chewbacca. We're like, uh, we're like yeah. Firestorm on The Flash. Anybody watch that? Okay, cool. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm more of an arrow guy. Um, I got friends that ride on both of them. Dude. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, man. Tell them we're fans. I'm just deep. I'm deep. Barry Allen's my dog right now, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Comic books. I heard you were a Felicity Smoke guy. How, how, oh, Felicity Smoke? Jenny can't figure out why I think she's so hot, and I'm just like, I can't even explain it to you. Um, how much money did you end up raising? 52. 52. 52? Yeah. That's great. so yeah. awesome. It's great. Yeah, 52K. That was like... Yeah. What we needed to fin- like we needed f- we asked for fifty and and yeah we got to fifty two got to fifty two. How does you know like people offer whatever incentive? Were you offering like tickets to the show? You know, did, were, did you offer incentives or is this a straightforward like just help us please? Uh, no, it was it was a lot of like streaming copies or mm-hmm. just like a copy t-shirts, of the DVD mugs. t-shirts mugs. Yep, with drip on them now, so they're collector's items. Yeah. 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 Rare, rare. one off. Yeah. If you guys have them, they're worth a bunch. Very rare. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what was what was the biggest gift you gave? Biggest gift? Oh, actually, uh, John Sai, who is one of the associate producers, he he donated at the level that got him a meeting in L.A. with a manager, which is Rock's manager. Yeah. Um, just oh wow. Like, yeah, That's cool. It's, Full it, connection style. It's yeah. It's really tough to like uh, anyone who's tried. Like, it's just real tough to get representation. So it was this like, um, we thought that was a cool. So I asked I asked my manager at the time was like, hey, would you sit down for a meeting with? for coffee with someone who mm-hmm. um who who donated at this level and he's like yeah sure i'll hear their pitches and 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 do those things so it was it that's was, cool. it was that's cool. pretty it was creative very, it was yeah that's actually yeah. a really yeah. smart one that's yeah. they uh they do a lot of screenwriting contests in la so some of them give money but some of them give you chances just to meet people and yeah. sometimes right. just that meeting changes your life well i bet i, I feel mean, that everybody's trying to make it in la yeah. so i mean mm-hmm. if i was if i was the person in charge and there's a hundred thousand people a day trying to talk to me i'm like bro (laughs) i don't like know you i need somebody to help me figure out who to talk to there's a hundred thousand people at my doorstep right now hey jara plus your network is your net worth okay (laughs) (laughs) well just remember that that. better make it quattro (laughs) better make it four (laughs) 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 trying to get on that next next level stealing that my door's (laughs) open like this (laughs) and like this i have doors that open sideways Up to down to down up to, to up. down to down up. So you raise about fifty grand, and then did that cover everything you guys needed for the film, or was there more? No, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> <You> <laughs> life savings yeah. and all that. You always not find things to yeah. you have to cover and our, pay for. Yeah, our music was was about half of that on mm. top of the editing because okay. we we wanted to do something really cool with the music. Yeah, yeah. and it just it creates this really vibey. You film. have to have good music. You have to. You, yeah. Like, yeah. Um we ha- we actually have a great composer too, Chris Gabriel, who's an awesome awesome talent. But um yeah, we we wanted to like do a mix of licensed music and um and and compositions. Mm-hmm. So um, Oh, Rock and the editor, uh Roger Singh, they have impeccable taste in music. Mm-hmm. And uh the first cut of it, I'll always be fond of it because it was all like just songs from Canada, yeah. from Canadian bands. And I was like, I've never heard any of these songs. I'm fucking moved. My spirits are alive. Yeah. It was great. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I, I miss a lot of them for sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it was, it, you know, it, it's, it's just kind of finding the right, um, the right song to fit. And, and these guys were just like, they haven't, some, some of them hadn't broken out yet. Yeah. 
and the team that I worked with that that came up with the songs too, um, we did we worked together on the pirate tapes, and that was a big part that of it. That shit so was the, the music, fucking immaculate. The music was really great. The music was really <laughs> Holy great. Holy shit! He got Beach House before they got big. Yeah, yeah, we got like some great bands before they hit, and like four four or five of these these guys are great, like talents of finding finding good music right. to put in. And we cleared like these songs for like maybe a couple thousand bucks each, and right. then they ended up being like in Coke commercials and Toyota. Com- I'm like, hey, we we have that in our movie. That's sick. <laughs> like That's a, good month la- a month later, a month later, it was like it hit the mainstream. And a couple of those songs that are in um, in Barista now, I'm starting to hear them all over the place. So nice. I'm, you know, it's good on those bands. Like, Singular cool. talent. Yeah, one of the, one of them played South by Southwest, Sleep Thieves, and that that song's just blowing up now. Nice. Um, so if someone wants to figure out what's cool before it actually becomes cool, they need to go talk to you. Talk to us. The beige yeah. nuts to the rescue. To the yeah, go see the beige nuts Tumblr, and he'll <laughs> give you the list of cool <laughs> music for a small. Oh, there fee. you go. Now you're forced into doing <laughs> something. Guys, well, I I, I, I have to give it up to to Roger and, and Andrew because they 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 scout that scene all. They were our editors, and they okay. scout that scene all the time. And they just, they're like, they always bring me like cool, cool music to listen to, and be like, "What do you think of this? What do you think of this? Put this in." And sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But like, it, for the most part, like it's got a very, um, like a like a, just an atmospheric vibe. Like you just right. feel good yeah. when you stargazing stuff. Yeah, uh-huh. you just, oh, yeah, yeah, I like stargazing wanna, stuff. Yeah, you just want to. Stare at the you know, stare at the sky and like listen to it and just like look past the yeah, horizon, grab yeah, the void, yeah, you just want to swallow it whole, <laughs> just like this marble. <laughs> Wait, you guys talked okay, so you talked about the team a little bit. How'd you put the team together and how'd you how'd you film? You know, um, talk, talk about that a little the bit. The initial team, so Chris Cow, who's the executive producer, that guy, fuck that, everything, uh, <laughs> everything wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for him. No. He he gave us the initial money. Dude. Okay, and good that was dude. like the first, like aside from my parents, that was the first time like anyone's ever like taken a chance on me. That like guy's that. not a movie guy. No, he just he, gave us fucking not, money. I, uh, yeah, okay. we told him the idea, That's and cool. he, the next day he like he came up with a check, and he's like, "Don't fuck me over." <laughs> and I was like, "Dude, like, oh, we'll fucking yeah. put a bat your knee." <laughs> and, and like, just, just, it was a shocking thing to, yeah. to for someone to to have that kind of faith in in. Yeah. He, he knew nothing about what I'd done in the yeah, past. So he hadn't watched oh, Pirates. He sat or next anything. to us at work, by the way, next, just yeah. listening to us like bullshit all day. Yeah. The next day at lunch, he's like, Here, don't fuck me over. <laughs> like, he just gives me this check, and I'm like, Whoa, like, it just moved me that, like, someone had that level of faith in, in a project that I did. Chris, this kind of, in a way, feels Chris, a little bit like our story. Yeah, Chris is a great, great. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he, um, so it, it was very, you know, very touching for me to, like, have that kind of support. And, yeah. And uh, yeah, that that was like the word. Yeah, our, started. our first uh, cinematographer was Rob Krejci, and he's a guy I knew from San Diego. He knew his like there was a bunch of us coming up in film, and he was the most talented guy. He went to AFI for cinematography. They uh-huh. only accept like ten dudes a year in the program or whatever. One hundred chicks though. He <laughs> he is he's a fucking great dude, and That's he crazy. came and he shot a bunch of the initial stuff. A lot of stuff we got, we eventually cut out. Yeah, but he was there for the barista competition for probably the first half of production. He yeah. was, okay. uh, and that guy shoots real movies. He got, he, <laughs> he got, shoots, yeah. well, he got busy also doing um, that Andy Kaufman movie, Anomalisa. Mm-hmm. He worked on that for like Charlie three or Kaufman. Yeah, no, Char- oh, Andy Kaufman. <laughs> Andy Kaufman. Dead. I'm sorry, Ray yeah. Kaufman. I am was in so the film. sorry. <laughs> I am sorry. I, someone, okay. one of my yeah. friends dressed as Andy Kaufman. Okay. For I mean, he was also <laughs> the name flies right the, off the tongue. Yeah, yeah the yeah. name is the same. <laughs> Doug well, Kaufman. Charlie, Charlie Kaufman. Uh, yeah, he was which working is like on that. the biggest shit right yeah. now. Right. Yeah. So, so he had to leave for that. Right. Um, and then you know, a big we, movie. Uh, a friend of mine who who's I've known for twenty years. He kind of picked it up on on the DP end, and 
they're, who's they're, the editor? Yeah, who's he editor also he also yeah. edited. Yeah, okay. And he, he not an editor by trade, but he's so damn good oh, at it. Fuck, like that guy's I, magic he, on the he keyboards. Cut, yeah, he cut he cut two scenes. One of the ones was the one I was talking about about the the latte competition yeah. that had that '80s vibe to it. He cut that scene, and I was like, Roger, this is a perfect scene. I was like, this is crazy. Like this, was, I think it was one of the first or second time he's ever edited. And I was like, this is perfect. Like That's this awesome. is amazing. Like we're just leaving this. He's as got an eye. Is. Yeah, he and does. Ear. Oh, he does have an eye. <laughs> two ears um, and two eyes. Yeah, he's great. So um, that you know, that's just how kind of the team came together. Nice. I'm 100 percent jealous right now that I do not work in film. I know Chris loves so making movies. Oh, jeez. We got mention uh, Jason Rose. Jason Rose yeah. also. Clutch he's the money dude. guy at the end. Yeah. Uh-huh. Clutch dude. Dude, like for you know, part of it, like we we came to this part in the Kickstarter to even that like. It just kind of was at a standstill, mm-hmm. and he came in, and uh, you know, he he came in with a really big donation that kind of galvanized like uh-huh. the, the the last little leg bit of it. little run, yeah. the yeah. last yeah. leg Ever of it. Pumped it just, on it again. Yeah, it was it was cool because it was just like you know people want to be part of a winning Kickstarter. Yeah. So when you're just like, yeah, you can't, yeah. Like, so when 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 he came in with that burst uh, uh-huh. like that infusion and just like. It just kind of like oh Coffee this term. is this this is gonna and that guy yeah. does real movies yeah. that guy did like Chef yeah the John Favreau Chef I liked that movie he's a got lot. the Natalie Portman movie coming out uh, Jane got a gun and oh yeah oh yeah I've been telling Chris to watch Chef for a minute and and our other homie that shit will get you hungry yeah. it I will get you hungry I'm not joking I've, I've been like Cuban afterwards yeah. Yeah. I've been like it's oh good. Cuban gonna lick the wall Cuban Cuban, Cuban Cubano but also it's like Cuban yeah it's also about passion I think I tasted Cuban when Ian Levine. Former guest of the podcast tweeted a really long time ago. There, he was cooking and he tweets, "There's nothing like cumin." <laughs> Everyone writes back, "That's gross, Ian." <laughs> it was a good tweet. So there's oh, a lot. There's a lot that goes into this and making a film. I mean, this thing's an hour and forty five minutes long, which is kind of insane. Real movie. Real, real movie. Real movie. Real movie. Real movie. And then I don't know anything about film, but I shoot a little video stuff, and I know what goes into making like a five-minute video, and that's insane. <laughs> you know, some, hours of footage. Yeah, right, yeah, hours of footage, and then you know, multiply that by whatever, three to five for a post, and or what you know, because people are always like, "Oh, you should make me a video," and I'm like, "Yeah, you should go fuck yourself," because <laughs> that takes forever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not so simple. So making a, a you know one hour and forty-five minute. Feature film nuts. Yeah, we shot we shot forty five days, which is like, you know, like literal twenty four hour days of footage. Uh, No, I mean like eight, no sleep, eight eight to twelve hour days. Still shot. Yeah, so we had a ton of footage. Yeah, um, yeah, to just just to wade the way through like we had four you know 45 days times times like 10 hours yeah, yeah. that's 450 hours yeah, of yeah. that's so it's that's just like it's just to, tur- to to turn down to one you're like, listening to, to two one to one speed weren't you yeah. turn, turn down to one turn down to one that's the <laughs> turn down for what <laughs> turn down to one turn down to 145 yeah it was that's just a lot yeah it's a lot to yeah go he through. uh we did most of post in toronto yeah so okay. he disappeared for a while and i was like doing my bullshit then he comes back and he shows me the first cut, and I'm just like, "Whoa, how did you do this?" Uh-huh. Like, I was scared when he went away. You know, like uh-huh. I don't think we talked a lot during that time because I was busy with my documentary. And yeah. uh, even that first cut was still like, I felt something there, and it was cool. And he he finished the rest of it in my room. Oh my god, Jimmy! Another <laughs> thing, he just like slept on the couch, on his couch, like we edited his own in, couch. Yeah, on his own couch. Like Roger came down to edit, uh-huh. and we just took over his room every day, just for like just get the last little bit of it. 
and pick up shots and and things like that. So it was it was speaking insane. of Roger there, during yeah he's calling right he's wow calling he's calling, calling right, right now, now. I can't believe he's let's, he's in India now shooting something let's answer really? and tell him we're on the podcast yeah just put it close to the phone if he's down yeah hey Roger put it next to the mic hey Roger. Hey, hey, you're on a pot. You're on a podcast right now. Hey, Rod. We answer. I was oh, just right, singing. Right. I was just singing your praises right now about how a badass Sucking an editor your verbal you are. Dick. <laughs> <laughs> and you're on it right now. We're on the podcast. Say oh, something. Right. Say, hey, who am I? Who am I speaking to there? Uh, Say something. This is Jared Truby, and that's Chris Baca. We're on the Cat and Cloud Coffee Podcast. You're on the Coffee Podcast, also known as Trubaca. <laughs> I don't think he can hear us. We all have headphones. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's on speaker because he can hear us. In he's real on speaker. Oh. <laughs> Roger's on speaker. We can't hear him. Raj, say something. Say something about how, how, how it was to shoot this. Like what, what it was like to edit this. Emma, can I ask questions? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The other side, closer to the mic. Uh, the, it's like editing any other documentary where the story really comes together once, once you start editing. Really, it's like it's like when you're shooting. You're even though you have. You know what you have in mind with the story you want. It's really, you're just really getting random uh, random images. Mm-hmm. And it's not until you're editing where you have to put it all together and try to, try to make the story out. I would define you as a singular talent, right? <laughs> but actually, you, you're, you're also talented in, in editing. <laughs> how did that come about? <laughs> you're not an editor by trade. How come? I was telling him how, how great you were at that scene with the, uh, with the latte art competition, how it was like just perfect. Can you speak to that? Um, I, I, don't know, I think I think that's based off uh, growing up from eighties, eighties type of movies, like you know, yeah. watching all, all these skiing movies with like a montage, uh, with a song happening. It's uh, you know, you remember like there's a scene in Goonies. There's this like you know, Goonies has a bunch of musical scenes. Oh there, yeah, or montages. So I mean, it's really that's I mean, those are the inspirations for that. Uh, that latte art scene. I mean, uh, you don't get movies doing that anymore, making musical montages. I mean, people love them. Everybody loves a musical montage. Yeah. Well put, Roger. Well put. (laughs) Roger, you're the man. We were just telling everybody you were the man on the internet. (laughs) (laughs) Well, now everyone's going to listen to that. That picked it up pretty well. Yeah, that was nice. Yeah. Hey, Raj, I'll call you back. Okay. Okay. I'll talk to Thanks you. Thanks for being on, Rod. <laughs> He's in well, India, by the way. Oh, talk, talk to you later. You I'll talk to you soon. I, I am in India right now. It's 10 a.m. <laughs> it's 10 a.m. in India? Yeah, it's 10 a.m. Uh, wait, hold on. Is it? Yeah, uh, it is. No, it's 8.30. It's, it's 8.30. It's 8.30 a.m. Have you eaten breakfast? Uh, Are you neck deep in curry? Uh, I just did. What did you have for yeah. breakfast? Um, It was South Indian food. So um, it was a coconut chutney. And a dosa. I had dosa. Dosa. Do they have poutine in India? No, they they don't have poutine in India. Fuck. No, he said poutine. (laughs) 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 All right, I'm I'm gonna let you guys go. (laughs) I made the new guys. Send me that project file, Raj. I'll see you, Raj. (laughs) Bye, Raj. Bye. Speak well of me in India. (laughs) Man, that was great. What's he doing in India? Uh, he's. I think he's shooting something. He's shooting. Um, he's slaying poutine. Yeah, he's just slaying. <laughs> <laughs> Raj is neck deep in poutine right now. <laughs> uh, we're appropriate. We're we're good. We're Raj, good. Raj, thanks for your work out there. Raj is great. Rock and Jimmy, thank you. Editing makes it happen. So you. Uh, you I just shot gotta readjust my levels. You. 
You oh. shot on red red cameras. We shot on every single version of the red camera from when it like came. It took so long to shoot, so we, it, we shot on the very first iteration of the red camera. And like uh, our our first DP was like carrying this hundred pound camera around. Like he's got one held. of the first fifty. Yeah, and was was one of the strongest was that shoulders, the one? <laughs> right? Huh? Was that the, the red? One? Yeah, that was the one. Yeah, yeah. It's called the red one. Um, it's awesome. Yeah, and then and then we shot on the ne- the next version of the red, and and then we sh- uh, the epic, and then we shot on the dragon finally. So it was like it just kind of got more and more badass. You basically <laughs> were like, you know what? We need to do to finish this off. We need to unleash the dragon. Yeah. We need to fucking take <laughs> the dragon out here. We did, yeah. So it was, it, it was. I, I don't know if we're the first movie to do that. Maybe we, we made a. a it gives a, really, a really great dynamic look. Like it's awesome. Yeah, because there's like a, a real grittiness to the to the earlier stuff that you don't see in the in the in the later stuff, and it's just it's mixed yeah, it's, around. It's, yeah, it's very dynamic. It's that's a good word. That's fun. Yeah. So what do you do when you create a film? You got an hour and forty five minutes sitting there, and you're like, sick. I have a movie. How do I get people to see it? Yeah, we're just we're just shitting our pants. Like while editing, like you're just so nervous that every day you're just like worried that like okay, who's gonna want to watch this? Right. Where's this gonna go? And um, fortunately, like the the acquisitions person at Sam Goldwyn reached out to us through our Angel. socials. Angel Ann. Yeah, <laughs> she's she my girl. Yeah, <laughs> she's fucking great. Yeah, she's great. Is she a singular talent as well? She, she is. Ta- she she has she's got, got a good eye for talent. A great eye for talent. Singular talent recognizing other singular yes. talents. Oh, game recognized game. Game recognized game. Yeah, that's what makes uh, the world go round. I get that. Yeah. No, I, it was is is like life changing. I t- I tell her that all the time. Like that that call changed our lives because it was just like. She she basically um, reached out to us on our Facebook, just a message one day, and she was like, "Hey, I'm from Sam Goldwyn. Um, can you show me this film? Uh, once you're done." And it was it was always something like I'd I'd wanted to be a part of like at the the Goldwyn team because right. we did the movie called Psalm, which which was about wine, and, yeah, yeah. and it had a you know it, it it's not similar like dynamically, but it's it's about like a subculture of mm-hmm. people and and it kind of um you know like this unsung heroes thing and um and we were trying to do something like that with coffee but so they were a great fit and right. we got really excited but we were like man like we're not done cutting yeah. yet so it was another like month before that even happened before we sent before we um were able to send it we were racing to to make a south by southwest deadline so wednesday like we finished cutting on a wednesday and friday she calls and then uh or i sent it to her on wednesday when we finished Friday they call and then they were basically like, "Hey, can we talk on Monday? I'd like to pick this up for, for distribution." And like, yeah, cause like Jimmy was like, called him on the phone. I was like, oh, yeah. I was in Napa and then like I called him on the phone. And I was like, "Hey, dude, like Sam Golden wants to like pick up this movie. I don't know what that means yet, but like they want to do it and they, they want to do like a theatrical release, which is like, unheard of right now. Yeah. Like I mean, even in like movies with stars in it, don't get you know theatrical releases. Mm-hmm. So it, it was just super attractive for us to. That to was do the that. best. What did you? Call. Uh, like, oh what yeah, did you feel like I actually you? was with a bunch of friends. They were over, and I was just like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Like I didn't know how to react to yeah. it. I was just like, what? It was even though like it nothing was confirmed, nothing yeah. actually happened. It's literally people talking. Yeah. yeah, and I was just getting so amped about the possibilities of what it could be. You it was, know? Yeah, it was funny because I was like, I didn't know he was with friends. I was like, Jimmy, don't tell anyone yet. Oh, I put but, it on and speaker. And then, I was like, and then, yeah, and then he's like, you're you're talking to a bunch of people. <laughs> you're all they're live <laughs> yeah. tweeting this right now. Hopefully, Sam Cohen's cool with it. <laughs> 
But yeah, it was it was like a surreal moment because nothing that nothing happens that fast oh, in in LA. You're happen. waiting and waiting and waiting for your projects to take off. So it happened in literally five days, like two days to to, yeah. to hear about it, and then like the the next Monday we were just talking about the. I mean, it's about it. like the year anniversary of when they bought it. Yeah. It's coming up. It was in November. I remember. Uh, I kind of told everybody, even though he told me not to tell anybody, I told everybody I went to Thanksgiving the yeah. week after. Yeah. I was like, guys, I saw my movie. I fucking arrived. It's, <laughs> it's happened. It's happened. <laughs> he was at a Lambo dealership. He was, he's in a Lambo. I got a Glock in my Rari. It's fine. It's, it's cool. Fine. No big deal. And they found it through the Kickstarter? Is that how this all yeah. happened? Yeah. I mean, you know, this goes, goes back to what I was saying. I was like, treat your Kickstarter as a marketing blitz. Like, right. Let, don't just ask for money and then disappear, which is what most Kickstarters do. Mm. They just don't give a fuck. And then you don't hear about shit for like years. Right. You know, so uh, I wanted to make sure that people were engaged and people were a part of it. And I mean, I couldn't shut up about it, but <laughs> also like I talked about it all the time and, you know, post, we, we, I mean, we just kept on like hustling it yeah. around town. It was just an incredible like feeling to, to get that initial call. And then, yeah, it was, it was awesome. You gotta be feeling good. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Do you take <laughs> yourself out for a nice steak dinner or what? What'd you do? I, I, How'd you celebrate? They went to Sizzler. I, think. I was actually yeah. with my with my buddy. Um, we wanted to do like that sideways thing, like just like, Wait, yeah. We went, it, it was funny. Is it that was just, you just talk about stuff. I, no, I no, I joke about it. Sideways it's like thing? two two dudes like lay side by side. <laughs> <laughs> Is it called <laughs> spooning? Yeah. Is it like when Joey and Chandler decide to take a nap together? That was the <laughs> best nap I ever had. <laughs> I, I I kid him about it, but we were like we. I was in Toronto, and he was just like, "Dude, we should just go on a trip." And I was like, "What? What can we do fast?" Because I was, you know, working right. on this movie, and I like Napa's close. Like we should just do that. Like to just, cl- close yeah. to Toronto, no, <laughs> close to L.A. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I was like, "Not really." Was like, come out and visit me in L.A., and we'll we'll drive up to San Fran. I had never been to San Fran even before that. So, oh wow! So yeah, we were there. Napa also nowhere near. I, LA. I feel I feel bad because my girlfriend is just like, "You took a dude to Napa before." <laughs> <laughs> like took me to Y'all, yeah, we went to Rutherford. <laughs> we had a really nice wine tasting. Just really great. Popped into like, St. Helena. Yes, hot you been. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you should have been there, man. It was like just a bunch of insane cheeses. <laughs> I went to school in the Napa Valley for almost a year in this place called the Anguin, just at the top above St. Helena. So like, no, uh, it was in the middle of nowhere. Beautiful. <laughs> I drove down to the Napa Valley before I was 21 and drank uh, Midori Sours because that's how crazy I was. Oh, yeah, baby. They didn't ID. <laughs> <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> yeah, it was cool. Um, so that was your yeah. celebration. Yeah. No, we went to um, we went to uh, that. Um, oh my God, what's the chef's name? Who, oh, who oh yeah, Nelbu. in Yontville or Yontville? No, or not, no, not, not the Thomas one. Keller one. It's um, Morimoto's restaurant. We went to. Oh, there's like, one I was over like, there. Jo- yeah, I was like, yeah, there's a there's an awesome one. Oh, cool. I was like, yeah, yeah. let's go out for for a nice dinner, and then uh, yeah, that was that was really cool. It was mm. a special kind of kind of day. It was. It was surreal, man. You have to have that moment. Yeah. What about you, Jimmy? What'd you do to celebrate? I don't, I don't think I ever celebrated. Tonight. I think I just like... Because <laughs> you, you told me around uh, Thanksgiving, and I just fucked up the, the stuffing. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> uh, that's uh, You know, I don't know. I just... <laughs> I just like I, you know, we didn't talk about it a lot because I think we were doing the deal for a long yeah. time. Right. And, so you kept you it know, tight. Yeah. I have a big fucking mouth. Most of my friends know that, and I just can't. I can't hold like when it's a good thing. I, it's hard for me to keep it in. Right. So uh, I really wanted to. We, 
Deadline is a website that reports movie news. Oh, yeah. And so that, I mean, all the time I was calling around, when's the Deadline article coming? I want to see my fucking name on the <laughs> website, you know? So it was just like, seriously, like, I think all the time I was asking about it because that's the way you want to, like, you know, reveal it to the world. Right. You know, because you just get a lot of Facebook shares. Everybody blows your shit up. It's just it's a like great free marketing feeling. city, right? Yeah. There. It's just, uh, it's seriously, when you work in film, getting in variety, Deadline Hunt Reporter, it's the best feeling. It yeah. is that you never get tired of it. Right. I like because of my first doc, I was in, you know, uh, reported about a bunch of times. And right, barista. We've enjoyed a lot of press. We had some really great. Oh press. yeah, it, I mean, even if it ha like every time it happens, it's like it's the first time, right? And like everybody shares it, people get excited. You just feel like a rock star. <laughs> Are like, you talking it, about meth? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's. I mean, it's. Seriously. I can see you going somewhere in your mind. I was sure it's going somewhere right now. It's because uh, that's it's great. not good. If it's meth, <laughs> lay off. No, that's awesome. Well, you just keep doing more. <laughs> There's no end to how much meth you can do. <laughs> Jeez. Has this affected, or do you think it will affect once this comes out and a lot of people are going to see it? Will it affect your careers or what you're doing currently in L.A.? I think it's already affected our careers it has. already. Just like being reported about. Like, it, you know, we talked about how hard it is to even get bought. So right. just getting bought already brings you to another level. And we each, each, each we have each sold a movie twice. So. Two time winners. Yeah. Two time. And, uh, <laughs> I think it's elevated enough for us to kind of like. Two time I, <laughs> Bad boys too. You know, do do interesting stuff. Yeah. You know, like like where other people want to approach us with ideas. Yeah, yeah. You know, so. So they want you on their projects. Yeah, I mean, I. That's I, cool. You know, people ask me about Rock all the time, and you know, like he because he directed it, he's gonna get like propelled so much. I mean, I tell him all the time, I was like, you're gonna get a fucking movie after this. Like you're gonna direct X Men Ten. It's gonna be amazing. <laughs> Sick, bro. I'll Hunger Games sure. Six. <laughs> There's not even enough books, but they're gonna want it out of your head. They're going. <laughs> it's gonna be IMAX 3D. It's gonna be fucking great. <laughs> Oculus Rift, man. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> Birdman three. <laughs> uh, that that is that is the coolest part though. Just getting people to just respect your work enough that they they come and ask you to be on their projects so right. um you know like our agents call it the incoming call business where you're just like mm -hmm. now t you, you're not hustling as you still you still work towards get, doing your own projects but you you know you're getting all of this like all these people coming to you and saying hey like what do you think of this do you want to work on it do you want to produce on it like um, I just got sent a book recently like to to try and adapt to to a documentary which is really cool oh, that's fun yeah, don't do Medellin Oh shit. Medellin. Medellin. Dude, don't. Dude, don't. Dude, dude. <laughs> that actually is pretty amazing. Yeah. So, you've got this thing. You're mm -hmm. going to go travel around. Mm -hmm. People are going to watch it. They're going to love it, I'm sure. And then what do you do with yourself? Like Are you road tripping with the premiere? We we came back from Toronto. We just did the Canadian premiere. And that was really great. I, I don't know if we'll have time to be able to travel like all over because yeah. we got to support these LA screenings. And I know we're going to go down to San Diego to do some. Mm -hmm. That's that's where I'm from. And uh, yeah, I mean, they're all kind of happening simultaneously. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's mm. tough. There's to overlap. Be everywhere. Yeah. Uh, Weird. Love. You're not omnipresent? No. <laughs> <laughs> omni roast or filter roast? Omni. Omni roast. Always omni. <laughs> Um, yeah that that's the one thing like it's it's tough to be everywhere we'd love to you right. know go to austin and stuff like that it would just be rad to like even you know seattle like, I, I, it's such a coffee town it would be mm -hmm. great to 
to be there in that community but like everything's sort of happening at the same time which is which we're you know yeah we're fortunate yeah so double-edged sword (laughs) yeah i can't can't complain about that someone's getting it (laughs) (laughs) someone's getting base nuts right now yeah and it's us then what do you do what happens next who knows are you gonna like let it ride or you already have something going on well uh you know there are people who make stuff and kind of sit with it for years Mm -hmm. like People just like tore with it and stuff like that. Like what I've learned is to just keep on moving. Yeah, yeah. You know, so before my first doc even came out, I started on this with rock. Okay. And so in the middle of this, I've already like started directing shorts and, you know, working on stuff. And mm-hmm. I know rock's been working on stuff. So you're only as good as your best thing, and your last thing. And uh, you have to just keep on moving, like pump out content, keep it at a high quality, just be creative. I mean, everybody's the number one question people always ask you is like, what are you doing next? Mm-hmm. Right. And, uh, you know, like, an if you're question. not moving, like you, it's it's easy to be forgotten about. What about this question? Is barista or was barista the dream for you or is there still a dream out there? Oh, no, it's a stepping tone, stone to the stepping stone to the <laughs> stepping stone there you go. to the fucking brick wall <laughs> to the rocket ship to the moon. <laughs> We're talking Berlin to <laughs> We're not? talking I don't Zeppelin know what's to kites. I mean, we're, we want to do features, obviously. Yeah, features okay. is you know, the ultimate. And yeah. uh, I never thought I'd do a documentary, let alone two, yeah. <laughs> yeah. you know, about things I never even really understood before I came to L.A. Right. So, you know, I think it's just working towards, it's going to be, I mean, it's always going to, it was always going to be a long journey to do whatever. You right. Know, let's say we make a movie, like, a few years from now, like, we'll want to make a better movie. Of so you just keep on. So you're hungry. Chugging along. Yeah. yeah, you oh, yeah. To, and you guys you are both to, writers, right? You have to, yeah. Also, sure. oh, yeah. you guys both write? You have to stay, like, hungry. Otherwise, it's just, like, you stagnate. And it's one of the, it, this was, like, a cool dream to attain. Like, getting right. a theatrical release has always been something I wanted. But now it's, like, okay, you have to set something else, like, another goal. And, and that's that's narrative for me, too, mm-hmm. um, as well. Um, yeah. Yeah. Just, we're, we're hungry. Literally, figuratively. <laughs> Fuck. I'm starving. Yeah. We, we need a burger. We hungry. <laughs> Actually, should we get burgers? It's a Royale with <laughs> we should, cheese. We should probably get burgers. We should probably yeah. get burgers. There's a nice burger spot. It's, it's an easy burger spot right across the street, basically. And, and you can eat them. Oh, yeah. You put them directly into your mouth. <laughs> yeah, you put them and in you your mouth. I, I, don't, I don't motorboat the patties. Oh, you can motorboat the shit out of those why patties. You wouldn't motorboat them. Well, if you put a, like a milkshake, like drizzle the milkshake in between the patties and then motorboat <laughs> it. I heard that brings all the boys to the yard. That's a, Trust me. That's how it goes. Trust that, me, dude. That's it how does. it goes. <laughs> that is so real. Oh, man. Now where? Now where are we going? To burgers. <laughs> are we going to go to burgers? I feel like we might as well. Yeah. Okay. This is sick for so many reasons. Because I just, we're hungry for one. Well, no. This no, is fucking this rad. Like, I, can't, uh, I, can't wait to see the, I can't wait to see the film. I'm like super pumped up. Chris, are you here for Friday? Are we watching this together? Do you guys have a pre-release code? And Chris and I can go watch uh, it. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Friday. You guys can watch it tonight if you want. You know, I'm not here Friday, but I am here. Tonight. What the hell day is it? It's Wednesday. Yep. Tomorrow's Thursday. That's super cool, too. We should watch it. We should watch it. I'm should, so down to watch it. watch it. If if you're willing to let us watch it. You, uh, we won't tell easy, anybody easy, anything yeah. except for how awesome it is. You <laughs> yeah. You're welcome to watch. We, we just got sent the, the, the codes yeah, we this just, morning. Just got sent Did the you? launch codes for, this morning. For VIP. Launch, launch codes, <laughs> 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 codes <Yeah>. initiated. <laughs> Are they authenticated? Yeah. This is, yeah. Authentic. Authenticated we launch just, codes. We should go watch it. We should. We should. That would actually make me really psyched. Let's go eat burgers and talk about it. Coffee's tight. Yeah. Chris and I love coffee. And I, I'm secretly super angry at you guys because I always wanted to make a coffee movie. 
Make Even one. though I don't make movies, Doesn't you know what I mean? I do make it, one. I, yeah. I love it. I love it. Make one. I'm <laughs> super actually, pumped. We actually could. St- we still got the ideas, the thingies. We got some avenues. They won't be like your movie, but it'll be our movie. <laughs> we'll help you find a distributor. <laughs> yeah, that would be Malkunig. That would be fantastic. <laughs> Malkunig. <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, everybody, you've Big been listening gulps. to the Cat and Cloud Coffee Podcast. This is Chris Baca uh, sitting with Jared Truby, as me. always, <laughs> and <laughs> he's pretty excited about it. We're here with Rock Bejnoth and Jimmy Wynn, and their new film Barista is about to drop November sixth. So by the time you're hearing this, that'll be two days ago. So go to iTunes, buy it, watch it, then buy another copy and send that to a friend. Um, we're going to link up the schedule for the premiere. So if you're in one of the cities where the film is being shown at a fantastic theater, you can go and watch it. And don't be weird and just be like, oh, cool, I listen to this podcast and I'm into coffee and I'm going to go watch this film. Call like five people. And Support be like, people. Tweet about us. Yeah. yeah, call, tweet. And what's cooler than just supporting the movie is you can support the film. And if you've listened to this, you can tell that these guys put their heart and soul into it and a lot of effort and it means a lot to them. But also, if you love specialty coffee and you can share a little piece of specialty coffee with like four or five people who, you know, might not otherwise get into us, this could be huge. This is what everybody's working for. This is what the film's about. This is what Jared and I are doing this podcast for. We love our industry. We want to share it with everybody. This is why Pete's bought Stumptown Intelligence. Yeah, they are rolling hard. People get it. People People are starting to understand. So be a catalyst for change in your community just roll with this thing i'm touched oh me too guys great catalyst for change thanks catalyst so much for, for coming in thanks for coming guys thank you for having thank us thank you you guys, thanks, guys. Let's get you guys are awesome there. ow <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was, awesome. that was such a great ending thank you so, so much fun. for saying all that stuff oh yeah, yeah.